Hey, it's Jordan. We'll open up the Chill Factory in about 20 seconds. Wouldn't it be great to start the year with simple, fast, and effective stress and anxiety reducers that you can use for the rest of the year and forever? Well, this is exactly what the self-paced Quick Calm Video Workshop will give you. And at the end of this episode, I'll give you a special discount code so that you and 99 other listeners can get Quick Calm for less. Friends was actually, I think, the most successful TV series ever, which sort of demonstrates the importance of friendship. And if you remember the song, I will be there for you, I mean, maps to what we found, right? People want friends to support them, to be there for them if something goes wrong. Hi, and welcome to The Chill Factory. I'm Jordan Friedman. How are you feeling about your friends and friendships? Do you wish you had more friends, more close friends? While you ponder those questions, listen to these recent statistics. The percentage of people who say they have one close friend, which is often defined by longevity of the relationship and sharing of feelings, went from 75% in 1990 to 59% in 2021. 13% of Americans say they have no close friends. 22% say that it's been five or more years since they've made a new friend. 36% of us say we're seriously lonely, while two-thirds of 18 to 25-year-olds and half of mothers with young children say they're seriously lonely. And half of those lonely young adults said that in the past few weeks, no one had taken any time to ask them how they felt in a way that made them feel that person cared. The connections between lack of friends and loneliness and mental health concerns have been clear for a long time, and reported anxiety and loneliness and depression and incidents of suicide were on the rise long before the pandemic came along and pushed many of us into social isolation. Because of all of the above, friendship is one of the most important topics we can be talking and doing something about right now, especially because it's really easy not to talk or do anything about it. And it's not like we feel comfortable walking around saying, gee, I wish I had more friends or more close friends. When I went looking for people to talk with about friendship, I mostly came across folks who tell us how to make friends. That's really important, and we will get to that shortly. But I also came across a team of researchers that looked at why we make friends, and it seems to me that that's a better place to start. And that's why we're going to spend most of today's episode in Nicosia, Cyprus, because one of the members of that research team, Manilas Apostulo, is a professor of evolutionary psychology at the University of Nicosia. He's published numerous papers and chapters and books in the area of evolutionary psychology, and I feel really lucky to have him in the Chill Factory today. Manelos, how did you and your colleagues come to study friendship and specifically the question of why we want friends? So friendship is an important aspect of uh, human behavior, right? It's like a, it's something important uh, for us for which there is, um, I would say, little research or understanding. The other motivation is that I think uh, friendly relationships suffer 
people you know may not have uh, many close friends and uh, and they have to pay the price of this which is loneliness uh, uh, they feel empty uh, they feel depressed because they don't have people around them so um understanding friendship would enable us to improve um, uh, in this domain right so research that would could be applied and enable people uh, to improve uh, their social uh, life so i guess the, the in order to to to, to understand the phenomenon Um, is to start from the beginning and uh, ask uh, why people uh, make friends. Yes, and as I said to you when uh, we first reached out to see if you would talk to us about friendship was that most of what comes up in searches about friendship is the how. How do you make friends? What are the five or ten things you can do to have more friends and stronger relationships? And your work was the only thing that I saw on the question of, well, why do we want friends? And it just stood out to me that this seems like the best place to start when we're exactly. thinking about how to make friends is this question of, okay, why do we need friends? I would say one Part of the answer is that people are, uh, we are social animals. I mean, we evolved uh, to live in groups, to have people around us, um, which especially in the past was important for survival. Most of human evolution took place in African savanna. Now, if uh, I, I wander around the African savanna on my own without people around, uh, then most likely I'm dead. We evolve in groups, uh, we evolve to be social. If we don't have friends around, um, uh, we don't have people around, then that would be in the past bad, and now bad in the sense that, yes, we don't need people around to survive, uh, but um, uh, you will suffer in terms of uh, uh, your emotions. So you'll feel lonely, for instance, or depressed, um, because in the past this mechanism would enable you uh, to find people around. How did you go about uh, researching this? Uh, can you talk a little bit about the tools you used? And I know you worked with colleagues from elsewhere as well. Exactly. As you said before, there is very, very limited research or no research at all on why people make friends, right? So how to start from the beginning, from scratch, and the uh, and the way to do it is to use qualitative research methods. Uh, so what we did is we uh, we interview people, uh, and we also use open-ended questionnaires. Uh, so we we ask people like you. So Jordan, uh, why you make friends? Um, and, we, uh, and and people gave us uh, a lot of information there. Uh, so we came up with uh, uh, 41 uh, different reasons. So we extracted five main reasons why uh, people make friends. The highest score came from the factor that's called desirable traits. So you want to make friends with someone who has desirable traits, who is kind, who has understanding, with whom you share similar interests. So the second main reason was to socialize, to have people around, uh, to talk to them. The third in the hierarchy was the support, that is to have like people to support you. I mean, if you need something in a difficult time. There were actually two more reasons who didn't score very high, uh, but still they were there. 
So one was friends could be uh, useful in advancing their careers. So let's say something like I make friends with my boss, uh, so, the, so this would be helpful for my career. And another reason, another factor was for mating. So let's say I just like um, uh, I make friends uh, uh, with you because you have a, a nice cousin that I want to, let's say, approach. So I do this through you. Or I befriend, let's say, uh, Maria or Anna, because I have in mind uh, that later on she can become my girlfriend. And it could be a combination of the five, correct? Excellent, yes, that's true, that's true. It's not this or the other, or yes, it, it's probably uh, all of this together. Uh, so let's say you would uh, be interested, let's say, to make a, a friendship with someone who has good traits, like kindness or understanding, uh, or you share similar uh, interests, because uh, in this way, this person uh, would be around when you need some support, would be around to socialize, to go to a pub, let's say, or to a bar. So you see, I mean, this, these things uh, go together. I mean, it's, like, it's not like you do this for this reason or for the other reason. Uh, Friends was actually, I think, the most successful TV series ever, which sort of demonstrates the importance of friendship. And if you remember the song, I will be there for you, I mean, maps to what we found, right? Like, well, we, people want, pe- want friends, so they have people around to support them, to be there for them if something uh, goes wrong. Perhaps one explanation is that... Um, uh, you know, this, if you are too individualistic then, and you don't have so many friends, then friendship is something, something you miss or you want or you want more than you have. Um, so TV series like that appeal uh, to people. I would add that with a show like Friends, maybe it was so popular because it was a key that opened up this need that many in the West don't talk about that much. I would put it more generally, saying social input is uh, something that we need as we need water and food, because this is our nature. And this is not like a speculation. or right? this, is, this is a fact. Uh, if, if, let's say, you lock someone and uh, you put them isolated, uh, they get crazy. In prisons, in order to punish someone, uh, they put him in, uh, or her in isolation. Right, because they want to avoid physical punishment, so they just use emotional one. So uh, people need uh, social input. Uh, a source of social input is friendship. I mean, if you become very individualistic and you don't care about others, so others don't care about you, you end up being alone. Yes, you can survive, that's true, but however, you don't get the social input or you don't get enough of it, um, so you are still thirsty for it. So you still suffer. And I will go back to your first question, uh, motivation uh, to do this um, uh, kind of work. Right? So we understand the phenomenon, um, and then uh, if we understand it, we can improve in this in order to become happier, I mean, at the end of the day. Because, I mean, again, if you start thinking about it, even if you are individu- in individualistic and materialistic, if it's the correct word, culture, I mean, again... Uh, if you uh, all these toys you can buy, uh, they won't give you much happiness if people are not around. Mm. It maybe it's uh, analogous to 
just having sugar in your diet, right? If you can start out by only having sugar and desserts, and that's really satisfying. <laughs> it makes can make you happy for a while, but eventually you have to have the other things uh, in your diet. I mean, or you can think another example. I mean, it's like like if you imagine yourself like a, or your audience, you can imagine themselves like a, along on an isolated island, and uh, well, okay, they have plenty of food, let's say. And they give them a Ferrari. Even if, they, if there is a road there. Really, what do you need more? A Ferrari or a couple of people to talk to? What's more important? After doing this research, have you applied any of these findings in how you think about your own friendships and relationships? Yes, and actually it's um, what... Um, uh, I, I said before, I mean, it's like maybe I should invest more, let's say, uh, and go out with uh, my friends um, instead of uh, staying home, let's say, and watch TV and uh, invest more in this because I think this is important uh, for me. So, yes, that's one way uh, I would say I have uh, applied this, but uh, also to say that uh, this uh, COVID thing doesn't help a lot because it's like uh, for the last two years, it's like all the social interactions have been damaged, especially here in, in Greece and Cyprus. Um, uh, you know, people fear to go out, socialize. Like a colleague sent me before uh, uh, an email said that, uh, saying that uh, let's go for a coffee to catch up and. Uh, I said, uh, no, so, uh, sorry, sorry, man, but uh, we have to postpone this uh, uh, because now here is like, you know, a new wave of uh, with this Omicron thing and uh, I have a young baby. Uh, so, I would, so I'm just like, and you see, you see I'm, I'm, I'm also in a way suffering. I'm not very happy because I don't go out. I don't meet my friends. Uh, but this is something that I plan to do again when all this thing uh, is over. Yeah, from a stress management point of view, we often give the advice or give the tip of take a little time to look forward to what you will be able to do when this current phase of our lives, the pandemic, uh, eases or <laughs> maybe goes away, uh, at least for a while. So, yeah, this has been a really tough time. Yes, and actually because it lasts for two years, actually I believe that it will damage people's uh, friendships because friendship as opposed to like um, having a brother or sister uh, uh, because this is not genetic relationship there you have to, to you have to invest in this you have to maintain this friendship so it's like if you are isolated for two years this will have a cost any advice on how to reduce the damage once we uh, are allowed to be back out socializing or feel comfortable being back out the way we were a couple of years ago? Uh, if, I, if I cannot go out and meet my friends, well, I could still use the social media. I mean, it's like uh, this technology. I mean, it's like this could be ca come handy. So I would, say, I would say that it's a good idea to keep in touch, uh, even if it cannot be face-to-face, -face, uh, until this thing is over. Maybe we could have a conversation in the future about some of the other life topics that you look at, because I think that understanding why uh, we want certain things and feel certain things is really critical to help us move forward in 
being less stressed, uh, feeling less anxious, being happier, being more energetic. So yes, uh, that's that, that, that's true. And actually, this is like is is better. It's like we try to understand our nature because all the, what you are saying, all these feelings, these these emotions are just like evolved mechanisms. They trigger to make you take corrective action. So like loneliness. So let's say if I am, why triggers when there are not people around? Because in the African savanna, uh, it would trigger to protect you, right? So it's just like if I find myself on my own, I feel lonely, so I go back to my group, where there is protection. They have a purpose there. So, I mean, if we understand this purpose, we can make better life choices that will make us happier. It's like a puzzle. It's like decoding in a way. This is why I love talking to researchers, because these questions uh, are often more complicated than they appear, and they deserve more time than just a few tips to get to where you want to go. So, Manelos Apostolo, thank you so much for coming by the Chill Factory and enlightening us about friendships. Thank you so much for the opportunity, uh, Jordan. And uh, we'll talk again in the future, perhaps about mating and other important aspects of human behavior. That's a deal. I look forward to it. Now let's talk about how to make friends. And all of these strategies support those three big reasons why we want friends. Let's recap. One, we want friends who have desirable traits, things like kindness and empathy. Two, we want friends to socialize with, to go out and do stuff with. And three, we want friends who will support us when we're having challenges and problems. We'll start with a seemingly simple strategy. Do kind things. Say hello to people. Smile. Hold a door. Ask people if they need assistance. I think that hello is one of the most powerful words in any language. At a minimum, it says to someone that they exist. And at the maximum, you could end up with a friend, a colleague, or a partner. Ask people how they're doing and how things are going, and follow up with questions about how they feel about what they said. You can pretend you're a talk show or podcast host, and your job is to learn about someone. Offer people resources that you know about that might help them. Join or form groups around things that you're interested in, including volunteering. We may have to wait a little bit longer to do this, but go to social events, even if you don't feel like it, or host or co-host social events and have people come to you. You know, meeting friends of friends is a great way to make friends. And be ready to dedicate time and work at cultivating friends. There's a great quote from critic John Leonard that says, It takes a long time to grow an old friend. Of course, it goes without saying that we're not going to hit it off with every new person we meet, just like we don't like every new food we try. But given the statistics I mentioned and the conversation with Manelaus, especially that feelings of loneliness and unhappiness can be evolutionary warning signs to address those feelings, well, all that makes it seem well worth the effort to try to make friends and to let others know we're doing so. One more thing. Remember when we were little kids and we'd come right out and say to other little kids, hey, want to be friends? Why not start doing that again with the full understanding that the answer may be no or it may not work out 
and that there are a million reasons why those things might happen. And that's good information to have because it frees us up to try to make friends with the other 7.3 billion people who share our home. Okay, here's the special discount code I promised you for the self-paced quick calm video workshop, which will teach you 10 data-driven stress and anxiety reduction techniques, including quick calm, which is the most popular technique I teach. Just go to quickcalm.net to learn more about the workshop and use the discount code FRIENDS. This offer will expire at midnight on January 31st, 2022. It's quitting time for this episode of The Chill Factory. I'm Jordan Friedman. Thanks so much for listening. There's more information and resources at thechillfactory.net. And you can also leave us a question or voicemail there. Just look for the blue tab on the right side of any site page. And if there's something you've heard here on The Chill Factory that you think will help someone in your life, We'd love it if you shared an episode or the podcast with them. And subscribe or follow The Chill Factory so you'll know when new episodes are available.